Hello good people and welcome to, this is episode 6 of season 11 of the Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, I am Chris Shorten, with me is Jeffrey Chi. Afternoon. And with me is Paul Christoph. Happy weekend. And this has, uh, this is like the sixth episode in a row where we've had all, like all three of us in the same room at the same time. Of course it helps the fact that we're um, recording all of these in very quick succession. Yeah, have we ever done three episodes in one? Oh, we did before Christmas. That was Oh yeah, yeah. The, week. Yeah, that was the that was all on the weekend when we were up in the high country. But we did mm. lots of stuff yeah. that was worth talking about yeah. in that week. Whereas now it's been like we haven't done much. <laughs> exactly. I mean it's it's awkward so we end up bullshitting more more than normal. Well, I mean that's the true test of mm. like, you know, your abilities is to create something out of nothing. Mm. You know, if mm. we can do that then you know, when then we can Go into Parliament or something, well, I suppose. Well, I yes, was just well, running um, those new Melbourne seats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? There are new Melbourne seats? Yeah, they're going to be re- AEC's redrawing the map. It's going to be like a new seat in Melbourne and two new seats in Canberra, and oh, wow. it's going to be chunks are going to be taken away from bits right. and pieces. And well, it's, yeah, it, it's all population change, right? Cause yeah, so it's all it's, like it's legit. All, it's got to be proportional to like so. Yeah, yeah, so Melbourne's growing faster. Everyone's and, moving mm-hmm. yeah. to the north and west, so. Yeah, so no. soon, soon Perth will have like one seat because all the <laughs> Perth people have moved to Melbourne. Yeah, that's the seat of Perth in Melbourne. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the, the big question is, can we um, tie that back to beer? Well, yes, because Bob Hawke loves beer. Good call. Uh, well, I mean, we have to, you know, there, there's enough, if you watch any Sean McAuliffe, then there's always a whole, um, pretty much them making fun of, um, you know, my, um, okay, not actual cousin, but um, definitely um, would like to be. Um, Bill Shorten and how you know he's always trying to be the next Bob Hawke, and it never works. No. It's just really awkward. He has a whole segment just called Bill Shorten Zingers, which is just really <laughs> awkward. Um, thanks, cousin Bill. But anyway, that's suitable bullshit. But um, one thing that um, Paul was asked, and Paul discovered, what did you discover? Yeah, so I was like, oh shit, need another story. I haven't really done that much since we recorded on Tuesday. Mm. Um, but slash last week. Last week's episode, yes. Um, but, funny that, yes. Look, at least we're at least we're recording sequentially. Yeah. I mean, if if I was like really switched on, then I would do some sort of weird thing where that we suddenly start from the beginning at that point where I said sequentially, but I really I don't have that sort of. Well, ever since we fell into that vortex about you know mm. six months ago, the whole notion of time is well, what is time free. really? Yeah. So um, no, so I was at a. Um, Although that kind of fits in with um, mountain goats, back to the. Um, brewer and back to the brewer part two yes which sadly is not on um back to you um so yes i was at a um work offsite thingy at my day job on um, mm-hmm. on thursday and a few of my work colleagues were keen on going out for drinks afterwards which was pretty cool because a lot of them you know we work out we don't work mm-hmm. in the city normally and have kids and stuff so it's always you know getting out for drinks after work so it's a good thing but it's kind of oh you know we've got this thing in the city you know set aside got the leave pass so i was like cool so i'm like okay so i'm thinking where can i take them right we're around here we can go to this bar go to this bar places that keep people happy they're accessible stuff we'll have some craft stuff they got a good vibe and we proceeded to just go to the first shit pub that we walked past (laughs) it was like nah all right it's fine because you know to be honest i just want to hang out with these guys it's fine not gonna be that guy but um, we went there and we all started on Guinness. Some other guys really wanted a Guinness. Mm. And I was like, you know what, I haven't had a Guinness for a while. That's fine. So we all got pints of Guinness. And, and, and you were hungry. It worked as a meal. Oh, yeah. That really nice, really good wedges. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did work out really well. Because I didn't actually eat until I got ramen at 11.30 that night. So it was actually good that I had the wedges. Mm. 
Melbourne's classic 24-hour ramen place. So good. But, um, yeah, and the Guinness, you know, oh, it was delicious. It was really good. Went down really well. Enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Then, um, yeah, second beer. Turns out, well, I was happy. So I went to this pub. And you look at their first their first lot of things. It's, you know, yeah, Guinness, Carlton Draft. Mm. Carlton Guinness. Whatever. Just real standard stuff. It's like fine. Then they had a second lot of taps. And one of them had like, Four Pines Kolsch. But they call it Four mm. Pines Draft now, don't they? To make it. What, worse. really? I'm pretty sure it's the same beer. I have, yeah. I think you're right. I was in um, yeah. I was in Sydney a couple of weeks ago and saw it at some Four Pines Draft and bar and went like, the label looks like the Colch. I yeah, suspect yeah. it is the Colch. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense because if you go to a bar like the one I was at yeah. and you saw a the average non-craft beer yeah. and it's a Colch, they wouldn't know what it is. And I said, oh, yeah, Four yeah. Pines Draft. Oh, yeah, I like a draft. So, anyway, so that was good. Had that. Then um, another one of my work clothes came back and he had this beer and this weird... You know, upside down, light globe shaped glass. Like, what's that? It's like, oh, Did you bring the glass from home? It's uh, like Samuel Adams, some beer I've what? not heard of before. Had that. It's like, oh yeah, cool. So yeah, that. And there you go. It was like, so there you go. I mean, even at a place that was Samuel unexpected, Adams. there was still, you know, Samuel Adams, Four Points College, was still good enough stuff. And mm. the Guinness was actually tasting really good. So that's. I mean, and, and those are those are logical gateway beers, right? So there's like multiple directions you can come into from. One is mm. just sort of, you know gateway non-beer drinkers into drinking craft beer and for that you know you've got fruit beer sours mm. you know oddly enough then imperial chocolate stouts and you know then if it is um macro lager drinkers then it you know craft lager is the most obvious thing to kind of go with right so four pints colch what's, what's, yeah, i suppose what's your lager. what's your goal is it to convert the individual convert this type of mm. beer that they drink or to mm. convert the um yeah like the ownership yeah, just, I, I want mm. to drink craft beer because I like lagers, but I just mm. want to support yeah, yeah. businesses. Or well, that is the angle, I really. Don't I want to try something that's not lager? And then, yeah, so that was really cool. Then, or I just want them to drink better beer. Just actually, drink, like, beer. drink a better lager. I don't, yeah, I don't exactly. care that you drink lager. Just drink a non-shit one. That'd be great. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, so after that, it was like, all right, a couple of them are still uh, still keen on going out. So I'm like, White Hut is only 350 meters away. They're like, oh, you know. What kind of mm. places? Oh, it's okay. It's, you know, just shipping crates down a laneway. It's just, they're like, oh, they're going to leave it with beards there and that whole thing. It's like, tell <laughs> you what, probably. tell you what, we'll go there and walk in, walk, walk in and if you don't like it, there's a place called Kirk's, which mm. Kirk's is more yeah. accessible to you sort of pub drink, mm. I suppose. But we get there like, ah, oh, this place is cool. So we get there and one of the guys had already shifted to wine by that stage. Mm. But the other guy, he was there. So we got the um, the IPL, Baja Gross Hill. Yes, I had that on so Thursday. Really nice. Right. But he was um, not not into it. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, you know, like it's, it's too fruity, and sure. he didn't like the hop, and it's like, yeah. Look, and I tried, you know, I get that. Mm. So similar thing. So the next round of drinks I got, I got myself the um, Pastor Street Barley one. It's like probably not the one to get him. <laughs> so it's um, a different gateway that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a gate. That's right. And it's a way. <laughs> it's a way. It leads to a void somewhere. Yeah. It's a way down very, very far. But, um, but it, the, like the fun is yeah. But they had Brooklyn Lager on tap. So it's like, oh, right. perfect. Brooklyn yeah. Lager. Get upstairs. Yep. Yeah, try mm. this one. You'll like it. Mm. That's a good beer. Really like this. But again, there you go. Like, yep. Next time you order a lager, you can find that in other places. What are that? And yeah, it was just that whole interesting mm. thing where... No, no, know your know your audience. Know what you're trying to, why you're trying to get them to try different beers, and yeah, don't just 
judge and be like, oh, I'm going to take you to this amazing craft venue and we're going to be drinking barley wines and IP, double IPAs and you don't like them straight away. You're an idiot. Which, of course, they you know. really are, obviously. I mean, yeah, they are, but, you know. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I, I actually just, I hadn't even thought about this, but I actually had a very similar thing last night where um, a, a work colleague, it was his leaving drinks and so... Um, my day job, obviously. Um, and so you threw a beer at him, or you yes, yeah. Ooh. Cool, cool story, bro. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Um, no, um, and I had been. He'd sort of said, "Yeah, I don't like. I don't really like the whole craft beer thing." But he basically he didn't like um, he didn't like IPAs. And I sort of said to him, "Okay, have you had a Nika before?" Okay. And Go because, on. well, because he likes uh, he kind of likes the um, he doesn't doesn't like the um, I guess the bitterness of an IPA. And so I said, all right, how about a Nika, which is sort of like a fruity IPA. I, try, I tried to frame it in any way I could. And I, so we went to the Cherry Tree, which is the, uh, it's just down the road. And it's like, you know, it's a real good craft beer pub these days. And went there and they had no Nipahs on tap, which is like the first time I've ever seen anything. Um, so I had to go for the, uh, what was it? The, the juicy or the extra juicy from Three Ravens. Right. And it was like, now I bought him a can and gave it to him and he was like, Whoa, this is this is brilliant. This is like, I, 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 I genuinely felt like I'd converted someone to who, um, some sort of religious cause at that point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that can definitely go one of two mm. ways. So, so Paul's approach was much mm. safer. Yeah, like very high probability of success there. Yeah, yours yeah. is like you know this is like gonna be very polarizing. There's only gonna be um, one of two responses. Oh yeah, that, no that, one <laughs> goes to the extra juice. Like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I, did, I did offer the barley wine to that uh, <laughs> other colleague, and one, one smell it was just like no, one <laughs> no deal. <laughs> like, have a sip if you want. <laughs> oh yeah, that was definitely going for broke, but it was yeah. totally worth it. Yeah, well, good result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know whether he'll um, remember. I suspect he's probably quite hungover today, and I suspect he probably he's probably going to blame he... the craft beer. Most likely, though he was buying pints of whatever they had, and um, yeah, I, I don't think they'll. I do like when people try to figure out why they're hungover on a particular time, and then they try to rationalise what it could have been, and it's always the wrong thing. Oh, mm. it's because I tried this different type of beer, because right? I did this. I want someone who's had somebody who said, oh, it's because I tried craft beers. It's like, mm. no, it's because you were drinking craft beers, but did you look at the ABV of those beers? <laughs> it wasn't the fact that it was craft beers. The fact that every beer you were drinking was between 6 and 8%. Mm as opposed to the four or five that you're used to. There's, yeah, there's only ever one answer to why you're hungover. It's because you mm. drank too much. You drank too yeah, much and you didn't yeah. eat enough as well. Yeah, right. like, it's just... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Pretty it's pretty easy. Yeah, you can't fill the whole... Oh, no, yeah, someone spiked yeah, my drink. I, I no, never, they didn't. I, I never wake up thinking, why am I this hungover? Like, I sometimes wake up thinking, why am I not as hungover mm. as I should be? Sometimes I have that. I think that's a reasonable <laughs> yeah. thing to ask. And then it is you later get, on. Those days you get lucky, and, you know... You, you, mm. you know, you praise Jeebus or whoever it is who you praise, and then you feel good about it. Yeah. Who is the god of who is the god of beers? Ah, uh, uh, yeah, there 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 wouldn't there be, will one. be one. We yeah. can look, look it up on the break, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. The Roman god of beers, the Norse god of beers, the um, I think of the Norse. They were all gods of beers, weren't they? With their big Viking. Well, I mean, we assume so, but that's I feel like that's deities. probably like a later thing. Then. Yeah, there's like there's like there's like a whole Wikipedia page dedicated to liquor deities. If we you know we could just spend we could spend the episode talking about this. Look, um, give me one of them. Uh, well now now the Norse god of ale and mead. Yes, oh, Aga, that's Aga. the name of that brew. That's the name brew. So mm. that that makes, makes that sense. makes a lot of sense. Um, fuck, there's a lot of them, man. <laughs> um, Norse um, god of barley. Beer, beer. Oh. That's another. 
brewery, I'm pretty sure. Norse God of Barley and yeah. thus and beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It makes sense. So basically any... They've all got breweries. Uh, Nephthys, Egyptian goddess of beer. Yeah. Ninkasi, Sumerian goddess of beer. So yeah, they're, Ninkasi, they're, they're yeah. a brewery. Um, Osiris, Egyptian god of beer and wine. I did not know that's what Osiris was. No, neither did I. They, and like Nephthys is like a character in some game I play, and like it's got, she's got nothing to do with beer in that game. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, but all right. Whoa, the Aztec god of. Of drunkenness and fertility. And this links wait, in... Wait, 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 wait. Aztec god of... Drunkenness and fertility. Pool, 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 pool cue. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it's That's... a god of pool cues. Like, it's a... <laughs> well, you can click there's... on it to find out what pool cue is. There's so many bad metaphors It's an alcoholic beverage made from the fermented here. sap yeah. of the maguey plant. Central Mexican. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> this um this links to my... Um, I don't know how to pronounce that. My, my usual answer to the question, like, you know... Uh, men, and w- men and women basically just fundamentally just don't get along. Like mm. we're not really designed to get along, and it's both our faults. Like it's not mm. any one person, one in one side's fault. I'm wondering yet, where this is going. Yet, how yeah. are there seven billion people on the planet? And the answer is alcohol. That is the answer to how there are seven billion people on the planet, despite <laughs> our fundamental incompatibility. And it's all this guy's fault. The god of drunkenness and fertility. Yeah, right uh, there. Wezzel, so, Yeah, what's his name? Do you want Tez, to pronounce it? Um, I, we should all have a shot. Alright. Tez Katzontakali. Tez. Tez gets. Tez Katzontakali is what you would phonetically um, say. Or Kati, so the Kati. second one is a T, yeah. Tez Katzontakati. There's something silent, yeah. something pronounced completely differently in there, I'm that, sure. That is awesome. That is completely awesome. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I wholeheartedly support that god. Um, we should have called named our podcast after him. Yeah. And then no one would be able to say it. Yeah, that's right. So the other thing for this episode is I wanted to talk about the... Um, and we'll get through them all over the next couple of weeks, but I wanted to talk about um, the Gabs containers have just been announced. And uh, obviously... Actually, Paul and I will be there, but Jeff, sadly, you won't be there. No, I won't. Um, I, will be in, I will be in Bordeaux during which, Gabs. Which is equally cool. It will be cool. Um, so... Has everyone um, had a quick glance? What uh, what are we looking... Uh, or, Jeff, in your case, hypothetically, what would you be looking for? Um, well, I found one by Brothers Beer in New Zealand. It's called the Luxa Ale. Like, it's mm. a Luxa-flavoured beer. That's going to be... Yeah. That, that should be cool. I wonder, are they the same guys that did the one with the the Thai curry beer? That, was that one Maybe. It's probably it's probably the same beer, because it says fresh coconut, lemongrass, lime, ginger, and coriander. It's probably just that the same like, beer. That sounds like Thai green curry as well. So, you know. But what I'm looking for is stuff that's, you know... Obviously, interesting. I mean, you will get through a fair mm, few of the mm. beers. I think usually, typically, at a Gabs, I would get through eight to ten paddles, which is mm. forty to fifty different beers, and so that gives you an opportunity to get through a lot of it, but mm. still not even half. Yeah, right? yeah. So you've got to you've got to really focus down. And also, the list is very long, and and mm. sometimes we leave it to the last minute to prepare. And mm. so you really just stuff that picks your no, eye. No, us leaving something to the last minute? I no, know. no, no, I, I'm not buying it. Something that just grabs your eye. like, And mm. so I, I think this is something like the, the brewers kind of mm. need to think about as well. Like, yeah. you want people to drink your beer, you, you need to catch people's like attention mm. immediately. Like, you can't have it buried in the description because people are just not. Gonna, they're not even going to read that. They're only going to read the description well, if the high-level information sounds interesting. Well, well, well can I flag um, something um, that I think Three Ravens have you know, hit on the fact? They're, they're Gabsby called the mousy juicy 
Yeah, it's like because everything they do is called reducing now. No, no. See, where they succeeded is their beer is first on the list, and you are now scrolling through the list from top to bottom. Oh, so, yes. You know, so yeah. Start yeah. your brewery with that with a number. That would be. Uh, but the um, the Australian brewery, you know, the the, the sort of pseudo craft mm. brewery, they have a three year a three year aged bourbon barrel imperial stout on. Yeah, I'd try there that. are a few that are really appealing to me. So Beer Farm Rocky Ridge have done a collaboration. Obviously, highly rate those, and especially that pineapple sour. Mm. This yep. one's rock melon and rhubarb farm sour, mm. which is pretty much guaranteed to be delicious. Batch is doing one called Tea and Space Cookies. It's a cascara hemp seed saison, and I've I'm big on the uh, cascara thing. It's the coffee byproduct. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not really big here, but it's used a lot in the states in drinks, and I always really like it. And I always wonder why more people don't use it here. Yep. So that is a fantastic idea. I'm looking forward to that. And the final one that I'm really looking forward to on this list is the um, Alibi Brewing Company. I've never heard of them. They're in New Zealand. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Um, I do do enjoy that. This won't be one for you, Chris. So it's an American Mm. stout with um, dark muscovado sugar oranges and an orange sugar reduction that's been aged in bourbon barrels. So that's an old-fashioned beer, which Mm. ticks a lot of things I like. So, yeah. Nice. Oh, I know the one that I would hypothetically most look like. I found it. The Wubba Lubba Dub Dub? No, no, no. Because no, no, no. <laughs> I was about to say the Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. Oh, no, 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 no. It does actually sound that this one, this one is definitely by far the winner. It's the Skittle Brow by Dainton Brewing Company. Uh, <gasps> with actual Skittles and a big whack of cherries. Boom. Well, we've already done that. No, but they, yeah. they fucking stole our idea. They stole our idea. God damn it. No, no, we love you still. But oh. Good idea. <laughs> but Kaira Cop Brewing have a dripper, a... Uh, red, okay, that's that's. Uh, I, I uh, it's way better to go to the next one, Dan, which is the the Chiggy Monkey um, um, Rebinar, which is just a black currant Berliner Weiss, which would be quite nice. What about the Colonial Violent Rumble? So they've got a beer with chocolate, honey, and rum, and then chucked a bunch of Birdie Beetles in there. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea that before that was home to Colonial and. You know, Matilda Bay, mm. it was where 30 Beatles were first originally made. That's crazy. So I guess that must have been a Nestle factory, uh, or whoever the company that Nestle bought out was. That was very unexpected. Yeah, so, you know, the beer, I'm sure it'll taste fine, but yeah, interesting story. Um, and so there's also, I've never heard of it either, but the pistachio cream. I mean, I haven't had a good cream in a long time, so that'll be nice to have that one back. But in saying that, you know, once I, when I actually get to the point where I'm making my paddle, I'll probably forget half of these beers. Yes. Yeah, inevitably. Well, unless some cute girl tells you at Brother Brother Burger what beers to drink, then then maybe that those it, things tend to stick in the mind. That, that that's true. And that what was that beer? Yeah. Okay. It didn't stick in the mind. No. That well. <laughs> well, the key um, is to download the app, isn't it? The key is to download the app. Make your paddles on your app before. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, just prepare all that shit in advance, and then just go and be ready. And start from the. Don't start at container A. No. Because everybody looks and sees container A's first. Well, I think you can start at container A. Don't start at bar number one, right? Mm. So container so container A will be bars. It's like one through three. Mm. B is yeah. four through However six. However, they ordered on the yeah, don't program. Do don't order. do it in that order. Yeah, mm. that's right. Because container B, if you, people who come in the other end may start at that one. So you want to start yeah numerically, not yep. where. The Where average beer is, is going to start. start. Yeah. You need to be, you need to yogi this, right? <laughs> um, we will, in uh, episode 7, we'll talk about container B, and in episode 8, we'll con- talk about container 
C for button contains C actually has a list by that point. Um, if not, we'll just, we just make out what we want to see in container C. I think that would work. In the meantime, I think we should move on to our next beer. And we are back. And this beer is this beer is one of the limited releases from Mountain Goat. Uh, what is it? It is the Rare Breed Rye Fighter, double IPA. Uh, I guess it's rye driven. Um, <clears throat> this brew is dedicated to Ryu, hero of Street Fighter. Ah, you know, which okay. links to the t-shirt yes. that I'm wearing. So, which, you know, I had um, to point out to you guys during the break. But anyway, we look, got there. It took a while to get, uh, you know, to fit two and two together. Um, what, uh, could you just describe what your t-shirt is? Uh, so my t-shirt has the, um, the Hadouken movement. So anyone who's played any fighting game would know that in order to throw a fireball out of your hands, you need to do a quarter circle forward mm. and then press the punch button. And so that is what this, this t-shirt represents. <laughs> Look, it's something close to your heart. It is, it is. Uh, like, literally. Yeah, close literally to my heart close right to now. Your like, heart. right yeah. in front of it. Mm. <laughs> anyway, back, uh, all right, back to this. So, um, so, Ryu means plentiful and abundant, which coincidentally is how we would describe the hop levels in this beer. Hadouken charges of energy from cryo hops may f- make for Shoryuken levels of hop intensity tempered by gentle spicy notes from the malted rye. And then there's some technicals which mm. we don't really need to go into. Well, because we don't understand them. Yeah, that's I mean, right. we can act like we do, but well, we'll it's, it's National Beer Day. Yeah, I, I got that earlier as well. There you go. Seven point eight percent, sixty-six IBUs. And it's all uh, one thing that um, because when I read that this was on, I sort of like did, uh, did a little research on it. And one, one thing that I read from like a comment from someone, they were like that they were just really happy that um, this was. Because the previous beer was Lime Crisis, which was uh, mm. Riffon Time Crisis. And no one really likes Lime Crisis, um, that I spoke to at least. No, yes. Was, especially after was Back from the Brewer, that was before that. Mm. Uh, yeah, because so ba- Back to the Brewer was sort of like, it was it was a really well-balanced neeper. And then you had Lime Crisis when you were like... Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. It's like I mean, weird salty kick, I think. But I mean, that was, that was deliberate. Right, um, but it was yeah. It kind of wasn't mm. sure whether it wanted to be an IPA or a Goza, mm. and it straddled this weird line because those things aren't next to each other on the family tree. No, no. If you're going to blend two things, they need to be near each other on the family tree or on the periodic table. They can't. You can't take. That, you can't take like you know, like a highly reacted metal and try and combine it with that, a noble gas and expect it to well, work properly. It just doesn't. Well, well what was the South Park thing? You can't um, breed um, pigs and elephants. Bear man pig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can't definitely break those Time Crisis, on the other hand, that game, that was awesome. That was like, a great game. Man, I, I don't remember how much money I chucked into that at uni because it got to the point where, in order to get the best time, you basically just had to have reflex and memory of where the mm. people were going to appear. So you had oh, to like, yeah, yeah, shoot yeah. before they would appear right. and then you just nail them. Uh, and then yeah, you had to know all these secret bits in the background where you could shoot and the whole screen would blow up and you'd move. <laughs> Well, it's it's not like modern games where it's like everything's randomised. You know, yeah, you can predict this game down to a T. Mm. The good old days. The good old you know. days. And also, there was probably no plot. Oh, there was a plot. Like that—that's all time Wait, crisis was. There was a crisis, and you had limited time. <laughs> yeah, come on, mate. <laughs> Wait, are we come, uh, like the, you spent the whole thing chasing one bad guy through the, like that? I don't. If that's not the definition of a plot, I don't know what is. It was always like you know, <laughs> literally like you know, five steps in front of you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's like, right. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, you uh, know, like, like Boulder Dash. That had no plot, right? 
But I loved Boulder Dash. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, but that that is the characterization <laughs> of the game that has no plot. Yeah, right? Even Pac-Man had a plot. Exactly. <laughs> like you, now you just want to bring up the damn Pac-Man wedding. Oh, no, I wasn't going to bring that up, but I mean, you know. Now that you've brought it, it, it is, up. It is the greatest wedding of all time. Super Bowl, whatever it was. Um, look it up online, people. Let's go back to the beer. What are people saying about it? Uh, so we've got a Will at Mont Albert Road level crossing. Um, far hyphen Ken Great. 4.25. I like what Style. he did there. Ryan E at the Victorian Laser Skin Skin Clinic. <laughs> Hadouken. 4.5. This beer does actually taste a little bit like the Hadouken by Tiny Rebel. Like it's a similar mm. style to it. Mm. Um, okay, here's an, like David M at the Union Hotel. Really awesome beer, very hoppy and a nice amount of bitterness. Smooth and silky, four and a half. Disappointed about the lack of Street Fighter reference. That that's not really, yeah, yeah. It's not really okay. Here we go. Uh, Rub Step B at um, location undefined. It's like his house or a house. <laughs> I see a remote control and a bottle opener. And it looks to be a kitchen. Um, Hadouken, Hadouken, Hadouken. Sonic Boom, Tiger Uppercut, Yoga Flame, 4.25. Nice. <laughs> uh, Sean, Sean G in Gosford. I was always more of a Ken fan, but this will do just fine. And in Street Fighter 2, they were literally identical. Mm. There was like no difference between the two. Well, that was all based on the whole, um, you know, that they didn't have enough um, characters, so they just changed the colours, right? Well, they had, they'd, made, yeah. they'd made 11 characters. I don't know why they couldn't have made 12. That's like, crazy. Yeah. It's weird. Like in Street Fighter 1, I can understand mm. why the play- playable characters were identical. Mm. Street Fighter 2, yeah, weird. Anyway, uh, plenty of tropical pine and sweet spicy malt. Lovely bitterness lands the KO Punch, 4.25. Caleb H at the Sail and Anchor. Prominent pine with tropical fruit underneath. I usually hate pine hops, but this is really good. Has the most excellent rye kick, 4.25. I didn't really, I didn't really taste some um, pine hops. But, but even in yeah. even in Champion Edition of Street Fighter Two, they made Ken and Ryu different. Like this, 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 this has annoyed me for you know for twenty six years. This has been annoying me, right? Or twenty seven years now. Um, uh, all right, is that the most recent Street Fighter Champion? No, 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 no. That was the that was the so there was Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Two Champion Edition, Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Two Hyper Fighting, Super Street Fighter Two, Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. That was the. And then, of course, there's just Seth. What's the deal with Seth? Oh, that's right. That was on your the Seth uh, the um, Street Fighter reboot, the Xbox One. Yeah. Street Fighter Four was it? I think he's in Street Fighter. F- yeah, I think he is in Street uh, Fighter Four. Yeah. yeah. So Street Fighter Four has like about eighty thousand characters in it. Yeah, and, and they're um, all different. They made up for lost time. So Street Fighter Three was the one that sort of went off on this weird tangent and had completely different characters. I think Ryu's still there, Ken's still there, Chun Li's still there. Everyone is completely different. Street Fighter 4 then gets back to the original cast, but it's actually set before Street Fighter 3. So you actually need to look at the timeline and the canon for this shit. It's just off the chart. It's just ridiculous. Uh, you're, you're listening to the Brunswick Street Fighter Collective? Oh. We yeah, really I've, could be politicians. Yeah, yeah. I could we can sp- make anything. I could spend hours talking about the Street Fighter canon. Like, just get me started. Dude, you we have, have talked about for hours we about have. this. Usually yeah, this is the abridged version. <laughs> We're actually up to um, hour three of the, yeah, this episode <laughs> by now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, give me one more. And are, you, are you sure you want one more, or do you, or do you just want us to tell you what we think about it? You, 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 I'm going to give you I'm gonna the option. No, I'm. Uh, a bit, the way you're wording this, I'm. I want one more now. No, I, I didn't actually. I was. I was just. I was just oh, laughing right. really. Um, Grant C at Bar Joseph. I'm speaking normal one. Ridiculous full-bodied beer. Lacks the aroma I was expecting, but still good. Four out of five. 
All right, now give me one that has a um, Street Fighter reference. Uh, hmm. Well, you know, you need to you need to do the Street Fighter music, mate. That's what you need to be doing. I can't remember the Street Fighter music. I'm just going to... Anyway. Yeah. That's about Street Fighter. Mortal Kombat. Wrong one. Wrong franchise, but definitely a better song. Um... Um, yeah, all right. Uh, there's 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 disappointingly few um, Street Fighter references in here. Actually, I think I think Paul basically found them all. Well done, Paul. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Good work. Okay. Okay. No. No. Oh, this is this is no. No, it's not. No. So what do I think about? Yes. This? Yeah. What do you think? else is going to get this wreck, train wreck back on the tracks? Um, I like it. Yeah, it's got that definite riot flavor. It seems like that's a bit of a theme. They seem to be going for this whole piney, yeah, piney hops riot. Yeah, do you reckon malt backbone? Do you reckon they just brought up big on um, punny hops? Yeah, they're trying to get rid of um, yeah. excess stock at this stage. Um, Does a hadouken taste like pine when you get bite? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's anyway, um, yeah, four stars. It's really well balanced and it's really like tasty, real... and I could happily drink another one right now. Really like it. Yeah, I really like it too. I think yeah, four out of five, easy. Um, I'm gonna uh, not to the matters, but I'm going three point seven five. I mean, it's it's fine. It's perfectly drinkable. It's sort of like would I rush out and get well. If there are a lot of other beers, I'd probably get that. Okay. So, on that right. controversial note, <laughs> we got one more beer to drink. And we are back. And before we get to the actual beer itself, um, Jeff, what have well, you done? So, what I was... Uh, I was, oh. I was yeah, Paul picked this So, up. I was sitting down here and drinking my beer during the break, and I'm looking oh. up at this... They've got... They've oh, got, I, sh- I should flag where the catfish Yeah, where the catfish in, um, uh, in Gertrude Street in Melbourne. Yeah, one no, of my I came upstairs places. and they're like, oh, it's recording. You must have turned the volume down. Oh. Which is nice, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so there's all these, yeah. you know, placards and posters and things of beer brands and food brands. And there was one here and I kind of just assumed it was Jack Daniels. Mm. So I'm looking there, I'm looking at the address. It's like, oh, brew bottled by Old Evan Williams Distillery. I'm like, what would Jack Daniels brew bottled at Old Evan Williams Distillery? And then I kind of, Look at it, and it's a placard for Evan Williams um, whiskey, um, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, Kentucky's first distiller since 1783. And I was like, I've never heard of that. Jeff, have you heard of that? No, I've never heard of that. So it's like, how would we have not heard of it? We've been to the States a lot. We've drunk much whiskey. Is it it just a ripoff? No, well, Well, the first first. is JD is the ripoff then. So, marketing. Yeah, um, so they um yeah, so apparently they're distilled in Louisville by the Heaven Hill Company, which I've never heard mm. of. They distill at forty three percent, which is higher than the statutory minimum. They give you an extra three percent. Mm. And they are the second largest selling brand of Kentucky straight bourbon, uh, following the market leading Jim Beam brand. How have we not heard of it? No. This is remarkable. Yeah. Which is why I'm remarking on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Re- um that that may well be the episode title. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Evan Williams was a Welsh immigrant. Immigrated to the U.S. was the end of the 18th century. Began distilling in 1783 in what is now Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, and yeah, says the site was first Kentucky's first commercial distillery. So there you go. So that's a side quest for the um, rest of the day is to find some Evan Williams. Williams. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like it should be a no. expensive drink. Um, <laughs> it sounds like it should be priced at about the same as Jim Beam. We should, go to, oh. we should go see our friends at Elysian to see if they have it. Yes. If they don't have it, no one has it. Um, I, so the obvious question 
out of all those. Is it, is it obvious? Probably not. I feel I've answered um, all possible questions um, you could ask. Uh, no, the obvious question is... Yeah, the correct um, answer that would have been, uh, obviously. Uh, l- l- listeners, <laughs> have you heard of the Evan Williams whiskey? Are you Evan Williams? Are you Evan Williams? Are you a Welsh immigrant? In the meantime, we have beers. And this is one I went to the bar for, and it is the Pirate Life Black IPA. And I will admit, I've got a bit of a soft spot for black IPAs. Or a Cascadian really? Dark Ale. Yeah. No. Really? That's yeah, true. Didn't yeah. know that. No. You think you know someone, and yeah. then you just discover that yeah. you have no fucking idea. Yeah. It's disturbing. Yeah. Well, what did uh, Teddy Pendergrass say? If you don't know me by now. Yeah. You, you may will... never, 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 never know me. Yeah. Oh, was that? Oh, okay. Howard Melvin and the Blue Notes when Teddy Pendergrass <laughs> was still their lead singer. Uh, this Come on, Chris. This Come on, has taken so many journeys. All right, our first sips, people. Mm. Yeah, the less said about Nick Hutton, the better. That's true. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a Cascadian... It's, it's a black IPA. I mean, it, it's sort of, you know, I think there are... Um, there are two very distinct categories of black IPA. There are the black IPAs, the basic IPAs that are not just that they are black, but that you know have that sort of roasted malt in them, and that's pretty much all that's kind of happening. And, and that's that's kind of what this is, right? Mm. This is basically a reasonably vanilla yeah. black IPA. It's not saying that it's we won't get into whether it's bad or good. Then there's the other end of the spectrum uh, where you get the black IPAs, where you drink them, and and it's tastes like they also dumped a whole lot of ash mm. into the into the mash oh, tun yes. when, they were, when they were brewing it. The ash um, tun. The ash tun, yes, yes, nice. Uh, that would be something like the Coinda Black IPA. And again, mm, mm. I actually quite like the mm. Coinda Black IPA. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's just, yeah, you, you, that that one, that version mm. doesn't appear very often nowadays, I find. In the, but are the Black mm. IPAs uh, charcoal filtered like Evan Williams uh, could take straight burn? <laughs> yeah, well, whiskey. I mean, yeah, if you charcoal filtered a Black IPA, it would certainly taste like ash, so... Uh, this episode was brought to you by Evan Williams. Uh, uh, yeah, and Capcom, and... Mm-hmm. Look, we have a lot of sponsors now, you know, we have to cover a lot of ground. So, um, what are people saying about it? Uh, Tom W. at Warner's of At The Bay. Very solid black IPA. Nice toasty roast malt. Perfect piney hop selection, if not a little restrained for pirate life. What about the piney hops now? Well, you know, now that they've been bought by Abbey and Bev, you know, they're like, you know, everything's going to be vanilla. Only, only restrained beers from <laughs> now on. Uh, Cameron W. Same location. Chock and chock with hops. Great really get the chocolate off this one maybe a little mm-hmm. but not really Stefan S um, at home purchased something liquor been down been some time between black IPAs but this didn't let me down great balance of hoppiness and roasted malts 4.25 and I guess he does make the point uh, the valid point where it's like it's true I do have a soft, soft spot for black IPAs but in saying that see them that often these days and so maybe the soft spot is basically the fact that they're a bit of a rarity well I've seen a few people on the sort of you know Facebook groups and that have been asking for them mm. okay yeah Nika's fine but you know where was last time mm. were some styles we haven't seen and one that comes up often is like yeah mm. like RPAs everyone was doing them a couple of years ago I mean mm. they're not yeah. trendy so no, nobody's doing them but a good black RPA is a good mm. beer mm. Uh, Jez F the Quarrymans Hotel 
This is cracking, doesn't shy away from the darkness. Combo nose of fruit and toasted at 4.25. Stefan F at the Mallow Hotel has checked it in but not rated it or said anything about it. But he has tagged a friend in. His image is just a post that says milk sucks, got beer. <laughs> okay, I, I quite like that. I can support that. Brett yeah. uh... O at Jack Green. Brett o. Nice dark flavour. Spelt like an American. Is he an American living in Australia? I reckon it's just autocorrect. Or is he just autocorrect? Yeah. Yeah. Bloody autocorrect. Ash. Nice that flavour, decent smell, 3.35, sorry. No, that's alright. Ash at the highway, solid example of style I love. Nice lingering bitterness as it warms up, 4.5. I'm really giving it time to do that. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe H at the Mallow Hotel. These guys know how to make stuff. Flash. Um, 3.75. Out of curiosity, is the Mallow Hotel, is that in Delaware? Uh, I'd assume so. I'm um, guessing it. Yeah. I've seen any Mallow Hotel that I know of. Yeah, so. Yep. Okay. It's Skipton Street. I know it well. Um, give me one more, people. One more. Uh, masked B. Um, location unknown. Hoppy Stout and at 5.2%. Is this the first sign mm. AB and Bev are starting to take hold? Before they sold out, it would have been <laughs> over 6%. 3.5. No, you're wrong. Stop being a dickhead. Um, that, that, was like, that was like the perfect film. The dumbest fucking comment ever. Alrighty. No, no, no. Late check-in is still the dumbest fucking comment Late check-in. This is the second. Hashtag late check-in. Like, come on, come on. Um, Perspective. I, s- I still want to put that on my check-in soon. Um, all right, what do we think about it? But you want to live, mate. I don't it's, know. It's, it's... What do I think about You've it? You've had a good run, I suppose. I suppose. I like it. It is... I mean, it's a 3.5. It's just kind of what I expected. Someone said, kind of said those two styles, and it is that that first style which we see more commonly. It's mm. hoppy, it's malty, it's dark, it tastes nice. I would drink it again. 3.5. Um, that's a good question. I, I think I will give it a three point seven five. I think I'd like it a little bit more than most three and a half. I, I actually really like this. I think. Um, I mean, I would have given it a three point seven five before they sold out. But, you know. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm able, I'm able to look through the ownership structure and go like, you know, these people still make good beer, so I'm going to give them credit where credit's due. Um, I'm going three point five as well. It's. It's a great example of the style, and I really enjoy it for that. Um, it, it works well for me. So on that note... The question is, what would Michael Helm give it? It's a good question to ask. What yes, would Michael Helm do? Very good question to ask. I'm sure we'll run into him one day, and it will be like, either awesome or we won't know what to do about it. We'll be apologising. Yeah, endlessly apologising. <laughs> In the meantime... Uh, we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, we have been Jeffrey Chi. Catch you next time. We've been Paul Christoph. Toodaloo. And we've been Chris Shorten. And Toodaloo. we will talk to you. You need to come up with something new. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, you heard it here first. <laughs> and we will talk to you all next week.